Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today we are talking money. I haven't done a full money manifestation podcast in a little bit. I was looking, and I feel like it's been about seven or eight months. I talked about abundance, but I had the urge, I had the itch to call specifically and to talk specifically about money energy, and I wanted to share a little bit about like the behind the scenes of manifesting money, because I feel like there's techniques. We know money is energy. We need to align to the energy of money. Um, I think we know that, but I kind of want to share some of the things that might come up as you're in the process of manifesting money and some tips on how to navigate that. And I will share some manifestation tips as always for manifesting money, but I really wanted to share like more of a behind the scenes, a raw, unfiltered approach because it can be very like misconstrued when people say, I manifested my million dollar launch. Like it's like, how did you do it? all the time. Were you not? Like there's so many nuances to that and different things work for different people in completely different ways. So if you are manifesting money, welcome. We are going to talk about what it actually feels like. And the number one way I love explaining how you can actually manifest money. If you take one thing away from this episode, take this away. In order for you to manifest money, the biggest thing I want you to do is ask yourself, what does money energy feel like to you? And if you don't have an answer that comes up, ask yourself if money was a person in my life, what would my relationship be like with them? Who would they be? How would they show up? And how would I show up with them? Personify money, understand your version of money energy. And that clarity is honestly priceless. You cannot, um, nobody else can do that for you. Nobody else can help you understand your own definition of money energy, your own opportunities that unlock when you have that money, your own desires with what to do with all the money that you're going to manifest. No one else can do that for you. So if you do anything from today's episode, please just take some time in silence, in quiet to either think about this or even journal on it. Um, It is such a beautiful practice and just doing that in itself is you connecting to the energy of money. So just doing that is you kind of manifesting. And I'm starting to try and explain how manifestation doesn't only live in your affirmations. It doesn't only live in your meditation. It lives in like the present moment practices. It lives in those three seconds. You're like 
swiping your credit card and you're like, you know what? With this swipe of my credit card, I am going to manifest even more money today. That is where like so much of the manifestation work lies. It is so quick and it's so intentional that just a quick little second of it can make the world of a difference. So some of the behind the scenes when it comes to manifesting money, I think one of the biggest things that people hear and are confused by is, okay, I know I need to manifest money. I know I need to act as if, but what if I do not have money? What do I do? And that is such a valid question. And my biggest tip for you is to start small. We feel like when we manifest money, we're going to spend we're going to have $100,000 and we're going to spend $50,000 on like these luxurious plane tickets, right? Like we think we're going to do all of these big things, but that is so far from your current reality that that's going to be really hard for it to show up in your life. And the easiest thing you can do is to start small right now. So my kind of rule that I like to do in terms of actually managing my money, like money manifestation, not only is it energetic, but it is like doing some of the financial stuff and understanding finances and having the courage to look at your bank account. It has impact because that is the way you touch money energy. That is the way you work with it. So how me and Tom have kind of set up our finances is you have kind of your income, right? We have our monthly income and then we have money kind of for just like the necessities, right? For our basic base lifestyle, our food, our groceries, our, we always eat out with friends. Like we see friends at least once every two weeks. So just thinking of like those necessities of lifestyle, like that we do, that we can do right now, that we already do, that we have enough money for, um, what are those necessities and set that aside. So normally that's around like 60 to 80%. And then there's a 20% that we like to do is 20% goes into either reinvesting or a savings account. We don't touch that. We don't spend it on like ourselves or material stuff. That goes into either we're reinvesting that money into stocks, we're reinvesting that into real estate, or reinvesting that just into a savings account for something else that we're trying to either manifest or just set aside money for. And then lastly, that other percentage, whatever you have left over, that 20%, however, it's actually in terms of giving forward, donating forward, sharing, being generous. And it can be generous with people you love. It can be just giving gifts to people you love. It can be donating to charities. It can be um, offering things and providing resources for people in need. But that is what our fundamentals are. It's like, okay, your normal spending, right? Like normal spending, if people like shopping, all of that, like I'm clubbing that into one right now because we're not going to do a whole financial workshop today. So I'm clubbing just like your normal spending, right? Your lifestyle, And then part of it is savings and part of it is donating forward and charity and service and giving it forward. And that is what we like to do. And that's kind of like, I think people call it, no, that's wrong because people call it like an 80-10-10 rule I've seen. But basically it's the rule of three is what I'll call it is you have three areas that you divvy up your money and no matter your income, you start that. So even if your income is 
$500. Say $400 goes to your living expenses, $50 goes to reinvestment, and $50 goes to donating forward. It can be as small as a dollar each. Maybe you literally have $2 left over in your bank account. Give $1 to reinvest and give $1 over um, to donate because that intention and building that like normalization of hey, this is how I use my money is so helpful because we don't necessarily know what to do with our money. If you, when people try and manifest these big amounts of money and they're not used to seeing that, they don't really know what they're going to do with it. And so get clear as to how are you going to divvy up that money? What would you want to spend it on? And I know the easy answer is, well, I would spend it on plane tickets. I would spend it on shopping, like all of these material things. And one of the kind of behind the scenes I want to share with you is I have done all of that. I have purchased extremely expensive things just because I could. I've purchased extremely expensive things because I thought it would make me feel a certain way. And I thought that's why I wanted money. And I spent money. I thought I was giving money away. Um, I thought it was in a way, I thought of some of the money I was spending was a form of charity, even though it wasn't. I thought it was a form of giving, even though it actually wasn't. It was more ego-based. So you learn like so much of money energy is impacted by everybody else. It is impacted on social status. It is impacted by what we're going to post on Instagram. It is impacted by how people see us and how people define us, right? Like there's this whole thing, right? Like rich people are snobby or people who have a lot of money are unethical. And if you believe that, or you've heard that and you don't want to be deemed as snobby or unethical, you will be pushing money away because you don't want that. You don't want that to be part of your identity, right? And so there's so much that goes behind the scenes of manifesting money. And I think it's the most complicated of all things to manifest because it is so universally um, put on a pedestal. It is so huge of a societal awareness of people who have a lot of money versus people who don't have a lot of money. Um, And those images are so vivid in our heads. And it's something that's talked about often. And we also use it daily. Like it is literally a tool that people use daily, but there is so much meaning on this poor little tool, not even poor, but this like tool that just wants to be used and expressed and circulated that we block ourselves from it because of so many of our own internal layers and limiting beliefs and insecurities. And so when it comes to money energy, one of the things I would love for you to do is not only go kind of see where do you want to divvy up your money and what are your three pillars of importance, but also how do you think people who have a lot of money, what do you think is true about people who have a lot of money? This is kind of going into identity work, but when you think of people who have a lot of money, what are assumptions you make? What are assumptions you've heard, especially from your parents or loved ones? And what are character traits that you think are true about this? This is so important because if you think that these character traits are good or bad, that is going to impact your relationship with money. So for example, I used to have these character traits that people who have a lot of money are unethical, not down to earth, not humble, and not kind. And if you know me personally, ethics, ethics is 
in my blood. I will only operate with good ethics and good morals forward. Um, That is just so important to me. I will never, that is why, for example, like on my social media, it's you. It's so hard for me. I can say things in a clickbaity way um, to catch your attention, but that literally feels unethical to me. So I rarely do it because it feels wrong. Um, and some people might be like, well, you have to, that's your business. But for me right now, that feels wrong. Um, so identity wise for me, that doesn't work for, uh, and that's a form of making money, right? So my biggest area personally, completely full transparency that I'm working on is that sales equals sleaziness and lying to people that sales equals, um, making people feel bad about themselves. I was a marketing major in college. That was one of my majors. And so that's what we were taught. We literally were taught in school in order to get people to buy, you either have to build trust or you have to make them realize a problem and you are the solution to their problem. So it is such like a lack based, fear based, like sadness based thing that it was so hard for me. And it still continues to be hard for me to sell in certain ways um, because it feels like it's crossing an ethical dilemma. And it feels like it's tapping into an identity that I don't feel comfortable embodying right now. And that is something I'm working on still. Like I look at people and I'm like, that is not who I want to be. And I could be wrong. It could be right. Like that's just personally, I know that is something I am blocking myself from that way of generating money to that extent. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created a ferment so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmant membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. How you perceive people who have a lot of money, how you perceive people who, um, make a lot of money and maybe talk about it online or buy the big houses or buy the fancy cars, your opinion of that is going to impact your version of how it manifests. Because sometimes you might want a really nice car, but when you see a nice car in the streets, you just judge and you're like, "Mm, they must have a lot of money and they only got their money because they screwed someone over. So do you see kind of where I'm saying, I know I'm in a little bit of a rambly mode, but what's new? Um, Do you see what I'm saying when it comes to the fact that your perception of who already has a lot of money and how money works is going to impact your manifestation? And it is so powerful. Like kind of the solution to this is to redefine, like create your own rules of how money works. You can create a rule that every time I go to sleep, I make $100 or every time I go to sleep, I make $1,000 and you get to create those rules for yourself. And it's not as simple as just saying that. Um, There is deeper work that goes into it, but that is kind of the end goal that I want you to come to is to start making your own money rules 
in another way that is an affirmation, um, but start to create the oh, your own definition of how money works rather than living off of society and what you've seen. How do you want money to work? Maybe you want to have a lot of money and you receive it and you generate it in the most ethical way. And the more money you make, the more money other people make. That is one of my truths. The more money I make, the more money everybody else who's given me money is also making. I set that intention every time I get a new app subscriber, every time someone does coaching with me, every time someone pays me to do a workshop or pays me to speak at something, I always have this intention that the more money someone gives me, the more money they get as well. And that's powerful, right? Because the law of the universe is we are all one. We are all connected. And when you can wish well for others while also wishing well for yourself, like it takes away the ego. It takes away the jealousy factor. It takes away the societal status of I need to have a bigger house than you. And it is so funny how money can bring up so much. I think I have like a pretty big family, right? Like immediately it's my four family members and Tom's four family members. But then beyond that, like we have, we both have big families and something me and Tom always talk about is money mindset because it is so fun to observe. Sorry, there's definitely a fly in here from my little plant which is growing. So thank you guys. I hope we can watch it grow over the years. Um, But we always talk about money energy. We always talk about, wow, like some people in our life have a lot of money outwardly. Like they show it. They love buying like the mansion and the nice cars and flying business class and telling everybody. There's also a lot of people in our life who also have a lot of money, um, but they literally don't look like it in the traditional sense. They, it's kind of like, I think it was what Steve Jobs or somebody, some famous person who like wears a t-shirt, but is like a multi-billionaire. Um, similar concept, right? Like there's some people who like to show their money. There's some people who don't like to show it and people have no idea and they don't talk about it and both are okay. Then there's other people who have a good amount of money. They're living their life but they're still stressed and they still feel like they don't have enough. Then there's some people who don't have a lot of money, but are literally so at peace and not stressed about it. And they're living paycheck to paycheck and are so content. So it's so interesting to see how all of these different money mindsets manifest in literally just our inner circle. This is not even tapping into our friends. This is just blood relatives. There's people who have inherited big inheritances and they have all the money in the world, but they have no peace. And so look at the money around you. Look at your inner circle of money and ask yourself, how do those form your opinions of how money works? How is your parents' definition and reality with money impacting yours? How is your significant others or your best friend's relationship with money impacting yours? Um, And start to piece that together. Find Oh, evidence, find stories, find the little anecdotes of what money is showing up for you. And you'll be able to start to reprogram the ones that you like and keep the ones that you don't like. Oh my God, I said that so backwards. You'll be able to reprogram the ones that you don't like and keep the ones that you do like. Because money energy, it's honestly energy. And it is an energy that is 
always in motion. It loves being circulated. It loves being used. And that doesn't mean just go spend it all. It doesn't mean you have to save it all. It doesn't mean you just don't have it. It just is meant to be in circulation. And that is, I think, the biggest and the scariest thing for people is when they want money, they want to just keep it all. I want $100,000 in my bank account. I want that. And that technically is rooted in a lack mindset. Some people will say this, Um, but also you can want 100K in your bank account at all times just because, but make sure your intention isn't rooted in lack. Don't make it for in case something bad happens, say just because it makes me feel abundant. Just flip the script to make sure it's not a lack-based belief because money is not lack. Money is abundance. Money is free-flowing. Money is more than enough for all of us. And The other thing I want to share with you is money can be really triggering with people around us. Once again, that social status comes in and that is where I invite you to really check yourself. I had to check myself so hard with this because in our friend group, the people we um, interact with the most, Tom and I are probably the youngest ones, but we've been the first to do everything. Like we're the first to own multiple properties. We're the first to have our own businesses. We're the first to not work for anybody else. We're the first to just kind of in the money job career, we're the first ones who've done all the things. And it doesn't mean anything good or bad. Like literally zero meaning is assigned to this, but we're the first ones to do all of this and watching how our life decisions and our successes and not successes have impacted, um, friends, people we care about, people I love, like some of my best friends, like seeing their triggers come to the surface also impacts my money energy because the people in our life do affect our energy. And so observe how your own successes and your own growth does impact. Because if you know it impacts someone you care about, are you going to just push it away again? Or are you going to own it and say, yeah, I am this abundant person and you can do it too. And you can do it with love. Like it's not the fact that because I have money and you don't yet doesn't mean that in order for you to get money, you have to take from me. We can both thrive. Right. And I think one of the biggest things with money and abundance is it feels like there's only a set amount. We feel like there's only like a trillion dollars in the world and that's it. But no, there's literally money being printed daily by all countries. Um, So it's not about that. Like ultimately money is a tool of exchange. And no matter how the economy goes, no matter how the landscape of our world changes, there will always be some sort of tool of exchange of value, right? That's all money is. And so play with the different ways money energy is showing up into your life. And this clarity, this awareness is going to give you a very clear path forward on what needs to be reprogrammed and what needs to just be expanded upon and acknowledged. And that is my big takeaway for you is before you dive into more affirmations, more meditations, more techniques to manifest money, do a little bit of like an internal audit. I want you to just look at your current money mindset, look at how your bank accounts are doing, look at how you divvy up your money and create like your rule of three, look at your friends and family and what triggers you and what doesn't trigger you, what triggers them. Look at the way you believe people with a lot of money show up and what's true about them, what's false and recreate what works for you in the best way. Because once you can get that clarity, 
the world is yours. But we get so scared to do the clarity work. We get so scared to ask ourselves these hard questions. Um, But I honestly think this is probably the most powerful thing you can do when it comes to manifesting money. So I really, really hope you learned something. You got some insights. You can take away something from this episode. And my intention for you, if you made it this far, is I really, really hope that you get a little glimmer. You get some evidence that money manifestation is real. Within like a week of listening to this episode, I hope you get a little boost of abundance in some way or the other. Maybe someone gets you a free coffee. Maybe you get a random raise, something or the other. Maybe you get something for free, whatever it is. I hope you can get a little bit of evidence that money manifestation is real and it's all just energy. So I love you and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 